Welcome to the People Leaders Podcast, the audio resource for managers and business leaders creating high-performing teams. Join leadership and team development experts Jan and Michelle Turkelson each week as they explore both subjects from every angle. Through practical tips, valuable insights, and compelling interviews with leadership experts around the world, you'll learn how to bring out the best in your staff and how to give your best as a leader. Very well, thanks, Jan. How are you? Excellent. So this part, we're going to have a look at number five on the high-performing team assessment, and this is about service. So that service relationship that teams have with their clients or stakeholders. So, Michelle, how would you describe a stakeholder? Basically, a stakeholder is anybody who is impacted by the success or failure of your efforts as a team. So stakeholders can fall into a number of categories. I remember a couple of years ago there was all this sort of, um, you know, issues about defining a stakeholder and is a customer a stakeholder and a customer is the person who pays at the end of the day. But really if we could just keep it simple and a, sta- and a, a team member could be a stakeholder um, mm-hmm. Senior people in the organisation could be a, um, a group of stakeholders for you. It could be other departments in large organisations, they can be stakeholders. Um, people who supply goods to your team or your organisation can be stakeholders. So shareholders, government, regulators, um, yeah. lobby groups. Exactly. So the, yeah, so depending on what field or business you're in will determine you know, the, the types of stakeholders that you have. Correct. So it's anybody who has something to, to gain uh, or lose as a result of your efforts. So if we have a look at one of the metrics for a high-performing team, it's, you know, people in the team are really clear about who their key stakeholders are. <laughs> and we've been in teams where we've asked them, so who do you think your key stakeholders are? And there have been varying responses to, to that question. And so I think it's really worthwhile being very clear as a manager first. The people leader should be crystal clear in their mind about who they believe their key stakeholders are and I would also recommend that they have that conversation with their one-up manager so that they are on the same page about who the key stakeholders are. Yeah, so there's that level of consistency. And and so, Michelle, what would you actually see a high-performing team do about that? So, okay, we're clear about key stakeholders, so what? Okay, so the thing that I do is we'd say, okay, we've identified who our key stakeholders are and then you sort of start to ask a question like, so what are their expectations of us? How would they rate us now in terms of our level of performance? What are the things that they would expect to see? What are the things that we're doing well and we're not doing well? So if you can ask those questions, and then answer them yourself, and even better, then go and ask your stakeholders and compare the answers. You are definitely on the right track. Yeah, absolutely. And so that brings us to the next metric is, you know, the team regularly considers stakeholders' viewpoints when they make decisions. And we've seen in some organisations where they've had that red chair Mm -hmm. or they've had that um, little soft... Um, overlay on the chairs that represents a stakeholder or a client or a customer and some some teams 
even in their team charters put you know every decision that we make so on every um, agenda they'll have something written at the bottom or the top indicating you know have we taken into account our customers viewpoints or have we considered our customer so there are lots of ways that you can build in that stakeholder customer element into your decision making and um, you know the way that you interact as a team so the team, the next metrics is the team is clear about the criteria stakeholders use to assess them. So again, you know, that's, you know, putting yourself in the stakeholder's shoes and then actually having that conversation with them. Mm. So for example, you know, if you have a stakeholder who might be um, a regulator, so it could be a financial regulator, the question would be, you know, what, what does that stakeholder want from our business or from you know the operation and that could be you know conformance to regulations or feedback on effectiveness of the regulations and then the other question would be you know what is our what does our team want from that stakeholder and it could be consistency of the regulation or consistency of application of regulation so there's always a different perspective when you're looking at that stakeholder relationship Correct, Jan. I was uh, just thinking for some teams, stakeholders uh, is not going to be a, a, a term that um, resonates with them and they might want to use the word customer or internal mm. customer. It's really up to the team as to what's the most appropriate wording for them. But they are going to have definitely have some relationships where they are doing most of the giving <laughs> and yeah. the customer is providing them with the feedback on how they're going. If you're in a large organisation, however, it might be working with an internal um, stakeholder where it is more 50-50 or it's a more even flow of what you know you expect and want from others. Yeah, but some you know some key criteria would be quality, uh, timeliness, responsiveness, and what would some of the other ones be, Michelle? Yeah, and it depends yeah. on the industry. That's right. Turnaround. Um, uh, and I think quality is is a big one for people. It's quality and time. When you boil it all down, it it usually is about you know quality and timeliness, uh, and and the level of relationship and degree of trust that you have yep. with a stakeholder is another yep. important indicator. Yeah, reliability could be another criteria. Terrific. Yeah, um, consistency. Those sorts yep. of things. Yeah. So, so again, it's having a, a discussion. It, with your team members and then even better go and ask your stakeholders so what is the criteria that you will use to assess our performance and then you ask the next question so if you had to rate us now how would you rate us and then the next mm. question be so what could you see some things that you know we could do to improve on so get a little bit of information and then go away and do your best to try and meet or exceed their expectations beautiful the next metric is, you know, the team deals with difficult issues in a timely manner and works constructively with stakeholders to resolve issues. Now, when we talk about working constructively, it doesn't mean just saying yes, yes, yes. Mm. We're working with an organisation now and they have a number of managers who are dealing with contracts and projects and they keep saying yes to their clients however they haven't built in contingencies to pay for those yeses that they keep on saying and then again they're getting feedback from 
their um, you know one up managers about the impact that that's having on the bottom line. Mm. So here it's really important to have regular discussions with your stakeholders, even if it's just about the value you are bringing to the project as well as asking for feedback. So it's a two-way communication. I think that's a really important point, Jan, because some customers get frustrated with with their um, providers because they just keep asking them for feedback all the time. And, and what the customer wants is, I want you to do what you said you were going to do. Stop asking for feedback and get on with the job. So there's a little bit about <laughs> that. And the other thing is, uh, is also, so tell us what else you're doing for me other than just asking me for feedback all the time. So I think yep. you need to really, and this is where the whole relationship aspect comes into play. If you've got a good relationship with your stakeholders, you're going to know these things without having to ask them and... Um, you know, dig a little bit deeper, you'll have constructive, ongoing communications with them that will indicate to you whether you're on track or off track. Great, which is our, our fifth metric is that communication between stakeholders and the team is open, fluid and two-way. So it's not just one person getting feedback or giving information. You know that you are going to be a valued partner when your stakeholder is asking you for advice and your opinion and is bringing you into the picture as well. So that's a really good indicator of that quality of relationship that you have. Yeah, good point. When we talk about um, communication with stakeholders being open, I think it's really important for the team to have an, uh, uh, an understanding about, so what is the information that we are sharing with our stakeholders? Do we share everything with our stakeholders or is there um, are there certain things? And these could be um, for legal reasons that you don't share everything, but I think it is definitely worthwhile the team being clear about what information and communication they will share with their various stakeholders and to what degree. And some of the strategies that we have seen teams use to develop their relationship with the stakeholder is to invite them to actually speak at their team meeting mm -hmm. or if the team have a workshop and they have a guest speaker, they invite the stakeholders to attend the lunch or the guest speaking engagement. So bringing them on board, they also perhaps, we've seen them being invited to the planning phase of a workshop to get their input and opinion so the stakeholders can see that how their vision and objective setting um, is influenced by what the stakeholder wants. And Jen, that's how you know when you've got a good relationship with the stakeholder is that they're not contacting you or you're not just contacting them when there's a problem. Yeah. Right? That, that, that's almost like the litmus test <laughs> that you know yeah. that you've got a good okay. relationship. So if, we were, if you were a high-performing team, would you have a stakeholder plan? Like does every team need a stakeholder plan? You know what, so what's the definition of a plan? Do you have an approach for dealing with your stakeholders and is everybody in your team clear about how we do deal with our stakeholders? Do they know who our most important stakeholders are? Do they know what's important to them? And do they know what their level of, um, you know, how they would rate us at this point in time? If, if you call that a plan, then yes, every team should have a plan. 
Yeah, so it's those, you know, three key questions and then the follow-up to that. Mm. And also perhaps, you know, have we got someone or nominate someone in the team who is the key point of contact or have we agreed as a team that we are all open that they can contact us? Yeah, terrific. So, yeah, it just depends on how the team operates and functions. Mm. No, that's good. Is there anything else you want to add around stakeholders? Other than... You know, this, you know your favourite, um, your C word, Jan, clarity, clarity, clarity. Be clear about who your stakeholders are and do your best to meet or exceed their expectations. Excellent. So now we've passed the halfway point in our trip through the high-performing team assessment tool. And we've looked at the first five dimensions of the tool, which are direction, interaction, accountability, process and service. And now we have three more dimensions left, which is growth, flow and renewal. So we hope you can join us on the next episode of People Leaders Podcast, where we'll explore the growth dimension. You've been listening to the People Leaders Podcast with Michelle and Jan Turkelson. For show notes and other free resources, please visit us at peopleleaderspodcast.com. Do you know someone else who could benefit from cutting-edge leadership and management techniques? Please take a moment to share this and other episodes via your podcast app, email, or social media channels. Each share helps us fulfill our goals of reducing workplace stress and increasing job satisfaction for leaders, managers, and their teams worldwide. The People Leaders Podcast is brought to you by the Experts On Air Podcast Network.